Do you actually want to start a show? That way I ain't got to do it later. How do you start a show? Oh, um, <laughs> I was like, wait, this is an explicit podcast. You must be 18 years or older to listen. I'm Angie. I'm Jay. We're average swingers. Yep. And we're sitting with uh, John and Jackie. How do you say your last name? Melfi. Melfi? Not Melfi. Her. We call her a milf. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He's like, it's milfy. I said, no, it's not. It's not an I. It's In paintball, e. they used to call me the milfinator. The milfinator? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> John just embarrassed himself. <laughs> I like it. That's great. Oh. The milfinator. And then the other thing that we do is we take milfy selfies. Milfy selfies. <laughs> <laughs> you had it before it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> that works. You guys take good milky selfies. You guys, we go, take a you lot guys of go every well because you go everywhere. It's not like you can hike somebody up in the mountains where you guys are at usually taking pictures. <laughs> and we do take thousands, and you're only seeing a small portion of the ones we take. Yeah, so I can't well, you get one good picture out of every hundred selfies that you take. Yeah, well, Melfi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one good Melfi out of a hundred. <laughs> And you don't see all of the pictures that John takes of himself. <laughs> well, I was imagining, I'm like, if I take a picture of me and Angie, she's like really picky about it. And then I'm looking over here and John was talking about brawls earlier and I'm going, they got two people that are really picky about their pictures, I guarantee it. He's like, no, 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 no. I had a weird look in my face and Jackie's like, that one was fine. <laughs> no, actually it's the other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the one that's like, no, I hate that picture. Yeah, Delete. try it again. <laughs> Make sure you delete it so you don't ever, nobody ever sees it. I never <laughs> I try to take the picture she hates the worst, and that's the one we're using. Yes, right he there. does that a lot. And he doesn't let me see it. He posts it. I'm like, why'd you do that? Like, I had one, I had to look on my face, I'm like this. And I had my phone in my hand. I had a really bad, confused look on my face. He posted it on Facebook. Oh, no, you get more you of a look that? like this. <laughs> I said, why would you I'm do like, that? That's the keeper goes, right there. Well, I'm posting weird-ass pictures of myself, too. I mean, it's wow, not that's like, you. <laughs> it's not like I'm going through making myself look good. I'm like, no, no, the weirder I look, the happier I am with that one. <laughs> yes. Oh, like the naked beer picture yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> our, uh, our friends posted a thing on Facebook and said... Um, she made an event, like a group, and it was uh, Naked Beer Night. Naked Beer Night at home. Yes. That's at home. At home. It means you take a picture of yourself naked with a beer. It was just a. Oh <laughs> Someone said, "I can't go." It's like she had like seven. <laughs> she had like seven of friends that said that we can't make it. We can't go. And she's yeah, like, she goes, "I think y'all are I, missing the point. Yeah. This is naked at your at house. Home. Don't come to my house. It's at your house." <laughs> and her husband's like, "So nobody's coming over to get naked and drink beer? Goes, I don't like this idea. She should have done this at our house." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he started it yesterday. Yeah, I was it like, all right, went, naked pictures of the house. I'm like, no problem. So I went and stopped and got a beer much bigger than I needed. <laughs> <laughs> and I got naked, sat in the chair, gave me edge of the phone. I was like, all right, hang on, get ready. <laughs> and he had his little Asian hat on, so you can't even see anything but his chin. <laughs> like a coolie hat? Yes. yes. I bought one for mowing. It sucks for mowing, though. It does? Yes. It's good for shade, but it's so, it, the way they sit on your head, yeah. if you turn or anything, it wants to 
Uh, but it's more just if you like want to sit in one spot and relax. I don't. They're know. great for shade though. Yeah. Yes. I, sure. yeah. I'm imagining the ones you they use over there where they're actually like you know, working in it. They have really good ones. First. I bought one off the internet and it doesn't work that good. They probably put bandanas on first to keep it from moving. No, you're thinking Hispanic. <laughs> I, I don't imagine Hispanic. Oh. Only one who's racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, did you want to talk about the uh, club you were trying to open? Did it ever work out or fall through? What happened? What you we're, we're, uh, so we're trying to open additional Colettes <laughs> and nothing has opened yet. So we're still working on it. Okay. Yeah, we're getting closer. That's good. And this is uh, possibly what area? Here in Texas and, and in Florida. Okay. So. Yeah, I like that. Florida. Oh. We got we got some friends that just moved from here to Miami, so now all of a sudden we want to go to Miami. We're gonna go visit for a weekend. That's a great place to go visit. Yeah. Well, it's they were probably like one of our closest set of friends that we actually do stuff with, and we really like them. They're just great people, and they fucking moved to Miami, and it's like that's so sad. We <laughs> actually met them at your club. Offer. Really? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, gosh, six years ago. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I think it was six years ago. Something like Your that. club was the only one they ever wanted to go to. Yeah, they wouldn't go to any other club here in Texas, <laughs> ever. Unless we drug in the one, and then they were like, <laughs> <laughs> "Let's go to Colette." Yeah, she'd that be like, it. "She would only." She go would there. literally. She's like, "I'm not going to go. Let's just go." She's actually the first couple we went to a strip club with. Really? Yeah. yeah they wanted to go to. Uh, um, oh, it's off there in Northwest Highway. Lodge. You can get you can get in for free. Something lodge. Oh, couples, the lodge. The lodge. Yeah. Couples yeah. get in for free before whatever the heck. Is it the lodge? I think it was, yeah. Yeah. But it was nice, whatever. They they wanted to go there one day before for, I think it was his birthday or something, mm-hmm. until like 10.30 or something, and then we left there and went to Colette. <laughs> a lot of couples do yeah. that, and then we do co-promotions with the lodge from time to time. We'll have like a dinner before a party we have at the club. And... Oh, okay. No. Did not know anything about that. Yeah. Me neither. Wow. Because it's, so, it's so close. It's five yeah. minutes away. Yeah. Yes, it is. It, and Ubers, oh, I didn't mean to promote them, but they're really good. You're staying in the area, you can Uber from one to the other. It's not that expensive. Well, and they've got pretty good food. Yes. The lodge does. So. I had, we didn't eat there. Yeah. Angie doesn't like eating anywhere where there's naked stuff walking around. <laughs> I, I, I might want Whenever we go to a club or whatever, she's like, I don't generally eat. They have food? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I agree with yeah, that. <laughs> I like the cruises and stuff because you can't be naked in the food areas. So I'm like, I'm good with that. <laughs> some of them push their limit, though. <laughs> I mean, there's some swingers clubs that serve food in the swingers club. There's a lot of them. Right. There's yeah. a lot of them that do that. And I can see an appetizer here and there, but like full-out meals and stuff. Yeah. I'm... Then maybe provide toothbrush and toothpaste. Yeah. <laughs> or at least a men mouthwash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something to wash it down with. <laughs> Something along those lines. You're thinking too hard. Like they have teeth to wash. <laughs> You're just not nice today, are you? I'm in there cleaning that one. <laughs> so what have y'all been up to? Y'all have been busy bees. Talk about your blog. Talk about whatever you want. Or whatever. Well, well you guys travel a lot. Right. Well, at least it seems like a lot does poor folk. It seems so. like a lot does too sometimes. So part of the traveling is for, for work. Mm-hmm. Um, like this summer, we went to Vegas. Our manager here in Dallas, Melissa, she got married. And so she had a small wedding there. And her 
dad couldn't make it, so she asked, she asked me to give her away, Aww. which was Aww. super. I mean, it was such an honor to be able to do yeah, that. Yeah, you can't not, you can't not go there. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, you have to go do that. So that was, you know, that was a lot of fun, but it was really kind of work-related in that sense. And, um, and then some of the other trips we've taken recently, Florida, we've been there uh, recently, and that was for, to look at locations. Mm -hmm. But we also had a great time, and I don't know, everywhere we go, we have fun. Yeah. And then, you know, we don't play here at our clubs in Dallas or in New Orleans, so when we travel, we get the chance to play, too. So we went to a couple of swimmers clubs in Miami and Fort Lauderdale. Oh, that's awesome. Of, yes. That's really <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> which, which... <laughs> it's kind of nice to be in the club and not have to be working. Yes, <laughs> I could see that. But it's hard to, sometimes it's hard to make that transition. I get in there Switch and it I off. want to start you know, looking around and seeing what needs to be done. Or you look for ideas, too. Some clubs have some great ideas. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, honor them by using them at our club. So. Honor them by using them at our club. <laughs> <laughs> you steal shit. It's all right. I don't think any of them listen, so you're good. <laughs> um, I, think, yeah. I think we do the same thing. Like, our friends do meet and greets. And when we go, we try to go and not be that mingly couple, <laughs> and it never not works. Not to start trying to host. Yeah, and it yeah. never works, because they're like, oh, did you not say hi to Angie and Jim? I'm like, would you stop? We're here just to have fun and chill. <laughs> but we're so, trying to be incognito. Yeah. Well, so. our friends, they, they do meet and greets over in Fort Worth, and they call them average swingers meet and greets, because we used to do meet and greets, and they just kind of like took over after we were like, we're not doing it no more. So he just kept the name average swingers meet and greet, and uh, everybody automatically thinks that it's, it's us. Oh. So we get like thank yous and stuff and I'm like going, it's not us. It wasn't us. We only do the pub crawls now. Yeah, I was like, I told us, yeah, thank them. They're, they're the ones that do this stuff. But I told him you ought to switch it. I said, you got enough people going now. You switch it to your name. And he's like, no, I don't really want to. It's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> like, it doesn't bother me, but it's just, I don't know. I feel like I'm taking credit for your work or something. Yeah. It's a weird... All right, so when you guys go on vacations. Oh, do, that's the question. Do you Well, yeah, it's, it's a thing. Of, no, okay. I don't care. The, the, uh, one of the things we were talking about once is that, uh, like, when we go on cruises or you ever go on, like, big swinger vacations like that or just go on vacations? Both. Yeah. All right, did you ever go on a cruise? Yes. One of the uh, Bob and Tesla's cruises? Right. Yes. I was talking about on a cruise every now and then it seems like, um, I don't want to say you're, you lower your standards or whatever, but you, you tend to not overthink things as much when you're on a vacation like that. You know what I mean? Uh, like when we're when we go to one of your clubs or whatever, we're very particular about who we're going to be talking to or who we're going to be playing with or whatever, solely because they're they closer. live right here. They're closer. In we could vicinity. be. We're probably going to see them again. You know what I mean? When you're on the cruise ship, it's you may never see this person again. So it's not that. So yeah. You know, so how would I mean? Are you, I don't know. I think we we just discovered that we're kind of like this <laughs> um, recently. So I didn't realize that it was a thing. It could be a thing, but you know, a lot of people don't play close to their home. Some people do. We do, but we're way more picky about who it is we play with versus when we go on vacation. Not that um, there's anything <clears throat> wrong with the people. It's just that uh, you're not as concerned, not as on guard or concerned about it as you are. When it's really close to your home, the people sense? you're going to be seeing that, so much. That, exactly. It does make sense. I think, um, I mean, we're, we're the same way here locally. We really, the people we play with don't even come to the club. So we find them other ways. Mm -hmm. And then when we travel, like when we did the uh, couples cruise down the Rhine River, 
we stopped. It, those are great cruises, by the way, because you get to stop and, and you stay like in a in a in a port next to this big city. You can explore the city. You stay mm-hmm. there overnight. Yeah. And then in the morning, the and, cruise ship leaves. So. And the port isn't one of those uh, ports that's owned by the. Cruise company. Yeah, it's not like a actually, Caribbean port. You're yeah. just like docked up against the side of the, of oh, the city, city and you walk out and you're right there. There's all oh, these people okay. trying to sell you things. It's awesome. So we went to a swingers club there and didn't know anybody. They were mostly Europeans except for some of the people that were on the cruise. Mm-hmm. And so we just did things we had never done here in, in the States. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of went, like went outside the box. So yeah. I think it I think it does hold true in some way that you yeah, experiment I, a little bit more probably. And, right. And I don't think it's so much... I was going to say maybe it's your inhibitions or, mm-hmm. you know, your guard is down a little bit because you're, you know, like you said, you're far away from home mm-hmm. and you don't ever have to see these people again. And, mm-hmm. you know, so the interaction is a little bit different. But, um, yeah, that's interesting. I had never thought of that, but that's really, that's true. <laughs> that's, I know that's true in my case. Mm-hmm. And it, it probably is because I'm, I'm in that environment and I know it's, it's going to be the one night that I'm in that place. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like I'm gonna yeah. go back to France next week. <laughs> right. And, you know. <laughs> well, with you guys, that. you might. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just something that we were we were thinking about it. Actually, on our way home from the cruise in April, mm-hmm. we were gonna talk about it. And we just never got around to talking about it, and I was like, this is probably a good time to bring it up because you guys travel a lot, and so we just didn't know if it was something that. Was just us. Us, because I'm I'm picky as it is, but I I'm a little less picky. Not not picky as in, I'm not as worried about hanging out with someone for days on end, after the fact. You know, like you don't you're not gonna see them with your kids. You're not gonna see them out and about every weekend. You know, so I guess it's a little bit different for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, all on the cruise me. we were, <laughs> we had a, a nooner with a couple. And a what I, kind of couple? A, a nooner. We just had oh, sex nooner. at noon. Okay, okay. <laughs> Literally been awake for like a, had been awake for like an hour, and then we went and had sex with this couple. And Angie had saw him like the day before and ran into him like once or twice. I had never talked to them at all, and I literally talked to him for like five minutes before. <laughs> do you want to go now? Yeah, let's go now. Are we gonna do this? <laughs> that, yeah. that was that was the whole entire interaction. Me and him were having another conversation. They were talking about this. Well, what it was is after we were all done, we just kind of sit around and talk. And there are a couple that we wish to God lived around here because we really would spend time with them. They were really great. But what got us thinking about this subject was that they both said the same thing. We we would have never said yes back at our house, like around where we live. Because it was just, I don't know, you're on the cruise, you're in that mode, and it's just kind of... So, yeah, shit, let's do it. Because <laughs> when she uh, turned around and asked him, because she's the one I was talking to, he was like, wait, what? You, <laughs> like, now? Really? Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and I think that's what makes those kind of trips so exciting, mm-hmm. is because you are going to experience some some changes in your environment mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that your guard is going to yes. drop a little bit. Yes. You are going to try out some things that you don't, normally do <laughs> just because you're you're immersed in that i think that's a really interesting that's really interesting i had not thought of that before but that's true it is i mean in strasburg that's exactly what happened you're and even when we went on that other cruise mm-hmm. with the big you know the big playrooms you know and you're just it's just this mass of people and you're just kind of enjoying what you're doing and 
letting everybody else enjoy it too and not really thinking too much. And I think that can be a really great point too is, you know, you can overthink things. Like you said, when you're home, all of these other, all of these other thought patterns come mm-hmm. into play. Like you said, seeing them or the kids or your home. Or, mm-hmm. I mean, you're still really attached to that. But when you're out in the middle of the ocean or in some foreign country, you're not thinking of that. And I hadn't really thought about that, but on that cruise, another time, you experienced something you never really had experienced before. And it was because of the atmosphere. And I don't know, there is something about it where you just let down your guard and like, what the hell? I mean, you don't even think about it. You don't even say mm-hmm. what the hell. You just kind of do it. Yeah. Right. Some of it's also the the atmosphere, like you said, just you're kind of, your your brain starts getting rewired as soon as you step into the atmosphere. Like at Naughty New Orleans, your brain automatically just starts syncing up a certain way than it did before you walked into the damn place. Right. Just because there's, you don't have to worry about what you're saying so much. You don't have to worry about who's in the elevator with you and all this other stuff. It's just... Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. And it, hmm. and that's part of the things that we absolutely love about it. I mean, it's just, you don't have to think. You don't have to worry about it. You just let all those little guards down and just be completely just yourself. Be kind of carnal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of nice sometimes. Uh-huh. Just go be a hoe. <laughs> just go be a hoe. <laughs> no, that's not what <laughs> <laughs> That's what Jackie said. Just go be a hoe. <laughs> Those are shirts you need to sell at Colette's. Picture of Jackie, just go be a hoe. <laughs> yeah, because that so looks like something I would wear. <laughs> Feature carnal side. Put on the back. That's good too, actually. That is, that is really good. <laughs> That's great. He's, he's coming up with new slogans for the club. <laughs> like, yeah, these, are, these are good. <laughs> I like this. I might be vegan, but... <laughs> I'll eat certain I do kind. like to feed the cardinal side. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. Put the right kind of meat on her plate. You never know what might happen. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Picking up speed. <laughs> yeah, go for it. That's generally how it runs, though, isn't it? I think that's how it runs. I don't know. Oh. I never listen. So. Oh, you never listen to any podcast. No. Uh, another couple just put out a thing they're going to talk about Naughty New Orleans soon. That was their first really big event. And they commented that they, uh, they thought they were going to go and have all kinds of sex. And we've discussed this before. Everybody goes into that stuff thinking it's like it's a big orgy. There's just going to be. Because if you come from an area where there's really nothing going on, and you go to like one of these swinger things, you just think everybody's screwing all the time. Not just everybody, but just it's so much easier. And I'm like going, you go there and you find out, no, you can. Certain people can have sex constantly, 24/7, but you know most people aren't. It's just because you're. It's a lot of fun, but not everybody just running around having sex with everybody all the damn time. That's what a lot of people have in their heads. They feel that way about swingers clubs too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, when you first talk to a couple, or the first time I, you know, J- Jackie came to Colette, that was the thought that was in their heads and her heads that you know I'm going to go there. It's going to be this big orgy, and they're going people are going to paw me and rip my. Oh, off I was and... so nervous. I had this whole image built up in my head about what was going to happen to me. It. I really wish I could. Having gone through that, I really wish I could just bring people in and not even tell them what kind of club it is. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then tell them later, and they're like, oh, well, this is great. You know, because that was, that's one thing I really wish that I could 
dispel. And I think that's why these podcasts are important. I think that's why our, um, having our clubs is important. I think that's why our uh, Open Love 101 mm -hmm. is important, is to try to educate people. It's like, ah, <laughs> I mean, there's such negativity to sex anyway. Um, yeah, it's, it, yeah, a lot of people, I think it's the, the age in which they grew up mm -hmm. and how they were taught that you... You don't talk about it. Absolutely. You don't. You don't discuss it. You don't say what you're into. You don't talk. You know, and especially around kids, it's like nicks. <laughs> Our kids grew up in an open household. They, we, if you want to ask, you better expect the, an honest answer. So our kids would just never ask. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I started to say it's great. <laughs> well, I mean, it's great a, that a you few times, a few times, oh yeah, a few times they'd be like, well, what about this? Or like our daughter was really, um, when she was, she just started high school and she was really into, um, bi girls are greedy. And I said, well, why, why would you, why would you think that? I mean, there's nothing... I don't, I don't understand where you're coming from with that. She goes, well, they just want everything. They don't want just one thing. They want everything. I was like, okay, I can see that. But there's nothing wrong with being greedy. She goes, yeah, well, it's just not, I'm not into it. I was like, but you don't have to call somebody greedy just because you're not into it. Just say they're a bi girl. Not your preference. It's okay. And she's like, they're still greedy. So it took me a while to get her out of that high school, you know, thing to talk about and now she's well she's also in high school at that time let's yeah. face it she probably knew a girl that was yeah greedy or at least said she was bi and then <laughs> well, she's trying not, to date not, her boyfriend yeah. her friends and yeah everybody so so not only is she trying to figure it out she's got everybody else with their yeah. beliefs and comments and yeah so yeah she was and then after after she went to college she went to college at 17 and then she came back the first summer she came back we had to tell her about us because she brought her, her, lesbian, she brought friend her lesbian friend with her to stay the summer, which was fine. But her friend asked all kinds of questions. That our kids never asked. Because our, our kids were asked. used to us walking out on Friday nights and Saturday nights to go do something and, you know, dressed up. And her yeah. friend's sitting on the couch and we're walking out. Goes, You're looking really hot. hot Where are you tonight. going? <laughs> like, what are you guys doing? Go to the club. Dallas. Okay. Where? My sister lives in Dallas. Yeah, but, you don't know this club. <laughs> <laughs> well, then she's like going, you know, she grew up where her parents never dressed like that. They never went out. They, they never went they out. They weren't that damn yeah. close. And they were like, so she started asking all kinds of questions. And so that's when I was like, that's I can't we had tell, to tell our daughter without telling our daughter. So we had that long conversation with our daughter. How'd that go? Yeah, how did that go? We recorded it, actually. It went, yeah. it went okay. I, sh I was nervous as I'll get out. Yeah, I was Angie, shaking the whole time. I was like, and we were just chilling. We were just we were laying on the bed talking. I was like, okay, well, I think we need to tell Kelsey. She's like, hey, mom, I got to come in. I'm going to tell you something. I was like, sweet, come in, shut the door. So we were laying on the bed, and she come in, laying down next to us, and just talking and chattering away. And then I was like, okay, we got something to tell you. So he has the phone up. He's like, one second. She goes, <laughs> I hit record she on goes, the phone. She goes, <laughs> that looks ominous, Dad. Why did you do that? And then. We explained to her, you know, I said, hey, we're swingers. She's like, okay, cool. What's, What's a swinger? A swinger? <laughs> I was like, all right. So we explained, we went to this whole rigmarole and explained it to her. And um, later on, we told her, you don't have to agree with our decisions by any means, but we want you to respect them. And we want you to respect our friends that may or may not be that come to the house. And she's like, okay, cool. And she was like, oh, you guys are 
okay, right? Like, yeah, we're good. And yeah. She goes, oh, we're good. Okay. Yeah, she didn't care. Do whatever you want. Do Don't matter to us. So oh, now, so. yeah, now she's she helps she she helps out a lot. She like helped us with the, oh, the shirts uh, and yeah. stuff like that, and she likes to she give us, us ideas. She or, helped us find our new intro music. Yes, <laughs> our new music to our podcast. So. And she tells more people than we do. Yeah, her boss knows. And <laughs> she tells everybody. Her friends you don't listen know. to my mom and dad's podcast. I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> no. She's like, no. So yeah, she's she's totally cool. Well, about two weeks after uh, we told her, one of her friends asked her if our if her parents had a podcast. Oh, and our know. high school friends. Yeah, he, he, in our small town. <laughs> so if we wouldn't have told her then, she would have found out after that because after he asked, she goes, maybe. What's the name of it? And he pulled up our picture which is a picture of us that says average swingers on it i mean that's how that's, did he find it his, his mother was a listener to it and, really and his mother <laughs> knew us so she's looking at the picture and she's, she's like, going that's kelsey's mom and dad <laughs> and he's like i like I the fact know. that she I'm went and asked her son <laughs> <laughs> i'm like so she basically just let her son know she, at the very least listens yeah, to yeah, us yeah, yeah. yeah. so, some way I was like, oh, that, that was kind of cool, but yeah. Her, two weeks after that, her friend came up and showed her a picture of our podcast thing. She's like, "Yep, that's my mom and dad." <laughs> She's like, "Do you listen?" No, my mom does. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Thank goodness. So I was like, it, "Good timing that we told her, or otherwise she would have <laughs> come and asked us what the hell." <laughs> why did? And she did ask why we didn't tell her a long time ago, and we explained to her that it's a small town. We didn't want anybody judging you based on our decisions. And she's like, I could handle myself. That's all I'd have been on. okay with it. We waited <laughs> on our kids to be out of high school mm-hmm. before we just completely don't care anymore. We don't run around screaming that we're swingers, but we don't we don't hide it anymore at all. Isn't that the great it just feels so much better than trying to hide that stuff it and does. be dishonest. And um, I used to have a club in Tampa, Florida, and my kids back then were probably uh, I don't know, in their, like 9, 10, 10, 11, something like that. And the, uh, uh, I got some calls from the press about the club out of the blue. It seemed kind of curious. Well, that night we got raided by SWAT, by Tampa SWAT and, mm-hmm. and Vice, whatever it was, and, and uh, because of a business licensing violation. So they brought in the SWAT team because I had a, my Life. business licensing wasn't in order. It was just really a horrible experience to go through, but, um, and quite the adventure. So... <laughs> As they're raiding me, I look out in, in, in on the street, and there's all these TV Cameron, trucks. Yeah. I mean, they had called the press beforehand. Let them know we're raiding the swingers club, you know. And so, my ex-wife and my kids prior to that had thought I was just because I had just owned regular nightclubs, vanilla nightclubs, mm-hmm. all this time. And so then they I, they were going to find out through the news yeah. that it wasn't just a regular nightclub. And so I had to tell them at that time. And they were really, in my opinion, too young to really have an in-depth conversation yeah. Yeah. about that with, but. They did, um, the next day when the paper came out, uh, in my son's class, they read some of the headlines and people, I mean, it's kind of an unusual name as we talked about earlier, yeah. so uh, the kids knew what was going on and, and my son said he didn't know who I was, it must be a distant relative or something like that. <laughs> he was pretty embarrassed about it. But uh, that was tough, but as the years have gone on, I mean, they've become very accepting and they've asked, they ask questions about it. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, there might be some curiosity there, I suppose. And then with Jackie's daughter, with her kids, too, it's similar. We've been, from the very beginning, we were honest with our families mm-hmm. about our lifestyle. Really, because it has to do with our business more than mm-hmm. our yeah. sex life. I it's think. both. Yeah. I think it's a, a little bit mix of both. Well, and then when John and I got together, mm-hmm. of course, well, 
all of my kids, they were adults. So, you know, there wasn't any reason to not let them know. Right. Again, with it being a business, it's kind of hard to hide that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but <clears throat> one day, Jackie and I were driving, and she said, um, uh, so I told my mom about you, and I'm like, what do you mean? You know, about the clubs, and you know, I'm like, oh, what? You told your mom? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm so naive sometimes. I'm like, well, why wouldn't I tell her that? I mean, <laughs> She's not going to like me. She's going to make us break up. I mean. <laughs> She's going to make us break up. Yeah. <laughs> mom's a little deeper than that. No, that's not really a, that's not a, that's, that's a nice assumption for a male. Yeah, I could see how you jumped to there, but yeah, you, no, no, no. <laughs> but what we have found, and, and I don't know if maybe you have found this to be true with, with your daughter or your other kids, is once, once that conversation is broached and you, you're having it, all of a sudden your kids feel an immense amount of freedom to be able to talk to you about mm-hmm. things. They do. I mean, sometimes my daughters will come to me with issues that they're having that I, I kind of almost get a kink in my neck. I'm like, <laughs> did you really just ask me that? No, I don't want to know if he can get it up. Because, <laughs> you know, because I immediately go back to my own childhood. Mm-hmm. And when I was younger, I would have never talked to my mom about that because I wouldn't have felt like I could, yeah. which is really kind of sad when you think about it because it's like, how else are you supposed to learn about this? You would think part of the responsibility as parents mm-hmm. is to really be a guide in one of the most important areas of your life, which is your sexuality. Yes, yes. And I mean, we expect our kids to just, I don't know, learn it from other kids. That's or, what they do. That's what they or do. Or from yes. the schools, and we all know what kind of baloney that is. <laughs> you know, what they teach them, they just teach them abstinence. Which they teach I think them, and is my girls are greedy. Ridiculous. <laughs> yes. My girls are greedy. My girls are greedy. <laughs> She's, she's way past that now, but yeah, when she first got to high school, I was like, oh, Kelsey, I've got so much to tell you. <laughs> absence education works so well. Yeah, or I mean, it's, it's If you want to so have high school absence. pregnant girls, absence yeah. works great. Absolutely. You know, or this, you yeah. know, the Thank goodness our, our kids don't have kids yet. <laughs> These are the same people that think. <laughs> and sometimes I think that, sex that is a result <laughs> of having those conversations. Yeah. As opposed to not having the conversations. It's really nice to know that, you know, my... Especially my youngest daughter, since she's she's here and we see her so much more often than the other kids, that she can say, you know, I can go to my my parents about anything and talk to them, mm-hmm. and I can get the information because I know they're going to be honest with me. And then with our relationship, I've never even said, you know, you can agree or disagree. My whole um, approach to it is I just want you to see that there's more than one way to have a relationship mm-hmm. I mean it's endless mm-hmm. because you're talking about individuals coming together mm-hmm. so it's going to be a, the relationships are going to be just as varied as the individuals in them so to say well we all have to have the same kind of relationship and everybody needs to form a single line and we're all yep. going to be in the it's same it's all going to be the exact same it's just so silly and then we wonder why we have all this struggle why mm-hmm. there's all these articles and magazines and on the news about you know trying to figure out how to fix your relationship how to yeah. fix your relationship yeah. how can you tell somebody to fix a relationship when you don't know what's wrong with their relationship <laughs> well, and it's like you know if it works for this person it might not work for you mm-hmm. and what works for you may not work for somebody else but we 
you know, it's interesting as adults, we can be just as peer pressured as mm. as kids can be oh, yeah. because we will immediately start to compare our relationship with somebody else. Well, so and so does this. How come we don't do that? Well, because we don't like to freaking do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's okay. And it's okay. <laughs> well, they go out all the time. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't want to leave the couch. <laughs> so right. It's hard to go out without you know leaving. The, we could we could take the couch with us. <laughs> <laughs> We're basically going to drive at this point. Yeah. We can do that. <laughs> and it's it's almost like once you come to that realization, it it really starts to open up some doors about what you want to do with your relationship. You allow the yourself to have permission to form whatever relationship you want with your mm-hmm. partner. Yes. And that to me is is really incredible. And it's also included with acceptance. You're accepted by your your person your partner. Because you you are that open, yeah, and you're accepting mm-hmm. them yes. who they are. Yes. And this is an, this is another point that I think about. You know, the deeper I get into swinging, is you know we like to have this whole concept of soulmate mm-hmm. and he's my you know one and only. But then you flip that coin, and we get so panicked mm-hmm. that well, if they you know if they look at somebody, I might lose them. Well, how would you do that if they're, if they're your soulmate, soulmate, right? You know, I mean that <laughs> yeah. that's. Control is really pretty much what that gets down to. You know, that's that's a personal issue, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> so it's about you know it's about dissecting some of those trains of thought that we've been taught growing up mm-hmm. about this being one and all that malarkey. We're two individual people <laughs> coming together, waking up every morning saying, God, I still kind of like doing this with you. Let's do it again today. You know, yes. Really living in that moment and, and enjoying it. That's yeah, awesome. I agree with that completely. The, uh, when you're talking about the uh, control and everything, um, Don't at least point like, at me. Well, no. <laughs> I am it, a control freak, but not like that. <laughs> it, it makes you think about the... Um, uh, separate play, you know, uh, polyamory or whatever. Yeah, and I don't do all that, and I'm not into it. And part of that, I guess, could be control. Part of it for me is just the. Uh, I figure if we started doing separate play, because she's always told me if you want to go do something with whoever, and I'm not into them, go for it. And my whole thing is I don't want to start doing that because then if we start doing it, you will go do stuff whenever I'm free. And I like spending like all my fucking time with her. <laughs> so it isn't that I'm worried about her finding someone or, you know, going and leaving me. It's, it's that I'm like going, no, then I don't do things with you. And I don't, I'd rather do things with you. <laughs> that, where right now we're discussing with our uh, vanilla friend about just spending time with him. He's like, I don't really think your husband likes me all that much. She's like, no, he doesn't spend time with any guys. He doesn't do guys. She's recently having this conversation. He's like, what? She goes, no, he doesn't ever actually go anywhere without me really <laughs> he, he works six days a week and the one day he has off we tend to spend together right yeah. and even um when, we see each other yeah. for about two hours a day give or take yeah so i'm like going the the one time i could actually go do stuff without her I'm like the last thing i want to do is go do stuff without her I'm like <laughs> no no you come with me <laughs> well and that's a good point i mean that's that's another thing that people fail to realize they get so caught up in just the sex part of the swinging that they don't see the connectedness that the couples that swing have with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, they do spend an enormous amount of time together, at least the ones that I know of. 
Yeah, including I mean, they, us. Yeah, I mean, we, we really do work in unison, um, but we also, you know, allow each other the freedom to still feel like individuals. Mm-hmm. So. And we do have, I mean, we do play separately. Yeah, I know. And, um, but we don't do it very often because mm-hmm. we prefer to spend time with each other. And when we do play separately, it's really uh, about the experience that her and I, Jackie and I have together after one of us have played separately mm-hmm. is incredible. And so even though we're playing separately, it's not like we really are playing separately. We're still playing together. It's just mm-hmm. there's like a moment there where you're not together. I think well, I- it's the same thing as the uh, people that, uh, like the uh, men or women that just like to watch. Yeah. Right. They, you know, really just want to watch their partner be with however many people or whatever the hell and they have no intention of doing anything else they're just waiting for that's over and then they're going to ravage them and I'm yeah. like there's yeah. no right or wrong whatever the no. hell works for you and yes. as long as long as it's getting you off and you guys are having fun <laughs> have at it right I'm like oh, and it's, it's everybody always hears somebody talk about something and they start thinking like you said they try to fall in line like no 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 there's, there's no line <laughs> yeah there is no line I love that you can look over there and be like oh well, that is awesome we can take part of that right there yeah <laughs> we can take the part where I watch for 15 minutes and then I jump the fuck in. <laughs> we're going to switch it up there. That's how we're going to change it. That's what she was, uh, when we, we were talking to a couple and they, they're they not interested in me at all. And I'm like, no problem. If, the only way it's ever going to work is if we uh, have like a big group thing in the house or whatever the hell. And they're like, well, you could just watch. And like, no. <laughs> I know. There's a better chance of me coming over and doing things with you guys and her watching. I'm like, no, I don't just watch. That's <laughs> You're right back to the porn and the strip clubs. I'm like, I, I won't, no. And I, I don't like to just watch. Too. I met a couple one time years ago, and, and, uh, and that, that's what the husband said. He said, we're just going to sit here and watch you know, your girlfriend and my wife together. We're just going to sit. I'm like, yeah, I don't know about that. I'm not going to just sit here and watch. Why? <laughs> yeah, like, so, uh, I opted out. I was like, I'll give it a shot <laughs> once, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's important, too. Try I mean, it once. It's to try it. You know, I mean, I think sometimes we, we're so quick to judge ourselves on what we're going to like and what we're not going to like. And I know for me, the times that I thought, uh, I'm never going to do that. And then I've done it, and I'm like, man, how come I haven't done that? <laughs> wasn't so bad and a lot of times I think it has to do with how we're raised and that thought pattern that starts to loop in our head about Mm -hmm. what kind of person we are if we engage in that and then once you do it and you find out that that's not and you're still the same person you're still the same person (laughs) and it's okay the only difference is now you got a little bit more experience in that area right well people are creatures of habit so even after you break out of your what you were raised like and get into swinging or whatever then you uh you start finding yourself in a habit of this too. You'll just start doing the same thing over and over again. You yes. got to remind yourself yes. that you know. I need to get out of this. I need to do well, something. Well, not so much you need to get out of that. Just if something else piques your interest, don't automatically say no. No, that's not the way we do things. No, well, hang on. Let's, Let's discuss this. this. We give this yeah. a shot. No one says you can't do something. Then decide later on. Should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> That you, big fist shouldn't that. have bitten my ass. It should not have done that. He's, he's done that. He's no, I like, haven't. Hang on, wait. Wait, Come I should have <laughs> Not that I remember. How drunk was I? <laughs> Never mind. This explains I mean, last week. Oh, oh, you lied. <laughs> I do have a strap on. <laughs> Whoa. 
It's good to have open on. Oh yeah. <laughs> I always say you never, never say never. Uh, you know, whatever the one thing is that you're convinced you'll never do and you're going to hate, you may absolutely love. Now I'm not saying you need to try it because you know I may be the absolute best at giving blowjobs. <laughs> I mean that could be my calling in life. I could be the best dick sucker ever. <laughs> I'm never going to know. <laughs> I'm not going to give it a shot, but I'm not ruling it out, though. It's or I could be. be so drunk you might not remember. No, no, I'm never going to remember. Not so far, at least. Not so far, well, at least. Remember. Of course, this works out pretty good too, because apparently, bi guys don't like me at all, anyways. Yeah. Oh, we know like four okay. bi guys, and not a one of them want to have sex with me. I don't actually want to have sex with them, but I want them to want to have sex with me. Oh. <laughs> he wants them. Our one friend said, "Just so you can reject me." I'm like. No. And she goes, yes. Well, maybe. <laughs> but still, I want everybody to want me. I'm looking across the table right now thinking, John, I know deep down. <laughs> he wants me. He wants me. You're hotness. I'm very shallow. That's what it is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> shallow and I need approval. Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, God. Try that again. No. Wait. Oh, you get my eyebrow for me? Mm-hmm. She ever did that to you? You get somewhere, and then she all of a sudden... I she would just, never do that she to just John. <laughs> She's never done that to me. <laughs> she, she picked my eyebrow. That's kind of what I was getting at right there. I, do that. I'd shave or something. We'd get to the club. We're getting ready to walk like, in, oh, and she's like, you missed the spot. He's like, like, you're telling me now? Yeah, what? Why the fuck are you telling me now? I do that to John. Well, we literally can't do anything. Well, I just now noticed. Well, keep that shit to yourself. Now I have a conflict. I know, exactly. Now I'm walking around this. How are you doing? But no, I... Uh, <laughs> 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 we certainly know we're doing that. It's like our job is done now. Go ahead. Have fun. All I really want is... It's like this control thing that you have. Yes. yes. We don't really want you to find some hot chicken get laid. <laughs> so we're going to destroy your self-esteem right off the bat. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. It's the lighting. The lighting's yeah. different. <laughs> it is. The lighting's completely different. I've got to do something about the hairs in your ear. The ears in your hair. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta do something about the hairs in your ear. Like, I said, let me now. Yeah, I'm driving. Well, not now. I was like, well, like, I was like, no, I didn't pluck your ears today. He goes, like, oh. you know, especially because we do video casts. Oh yeah. And so you, the camera, and the lighting, sometimes it's like it's like neon lights on your ear hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! How did I film that? And you didn't tell me. <laughs> you guys set all that up yourself for the open level on one. Or yeah, so our video guy lives in New Orleans. His name's Gion. And so Oh, he, you use Gion? Yep. Yeah. So he was just in town. He left yesterday, I think. And yes. we did a bunch of we do a bunch of sessions all at once. Mm-hmm. So we knock out ten or fifteen videos and then and then we'll see him again in three or four months. Yeah. Yeah, we met him a couple years ago with uh, when we were gonna record with uh, Holly and Michael. Okay. Yeah. He, last year. Yeah, you're well. However, you want to say it. The uh, because we were talking to him, and he said that he wanted to come up there and take a couple of pictures, a little video while we're recording with them. So he met him, and he's a super nice guy. He is. Yeah. yeah he, he showed is. us uh, one of his paintings. I know, right? Oh my god! <laughs> when he told me that, 
Well, actually, it was uh, a friend of his that told me, like, you know Gion paints? And I was like, no. And he's like, oh, yeah. You know, I'm thinking, oh, okay. You know, a lot of people think they can paint. <laughs> oh, he showed me the painting. I'm like, how can I get that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no kidding. It's like, can I, can you paint can me one? Can I have that in my house? <laughs> <laughs> I think can I advertise the, for you? Right? At the time, he told me something about maybe doing a prince or something. And I was like, oh, that one, he should. Cause I know. Just, it looked like a whole big old wall piece. That he was showing it was, yeah, they're huge, oh. they're huge pieces. They're huge pieces. It was just beautiful. Yeah. You're not, not in the art, so... <laughs> I just know I like what I like. <laughs> <laughs> then you don't know if you're in the art. Oh, never say never, right? Right. Never say never. Yeah. Here's something to talk about. Let's see here. This was actually uh, Aussies. This was uh, a couple called uh, on Twitter, at Swapping in the Suburbs, from recorded with the Aussie Swingers. Okay. And he brought up at conventions and resorts, he goes, is that where the um, standards etiquette and swinging kind of get set? Is not even meaning to, just like with uh, using condoms and how do you approach people and everything. He goes, when all these people from all over the world and different states and everything all get together and they all start interacting and using the same set of etiquette, like the rules at Bob and Tessa's thing for the playrooms and everything. And then they go back to wherever they came from and do they automatically start using some of those just because they got used to doing it there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Nobody actually set etiquette for swingers throughout. It's just not. Everybody's got their own little things they do or whatever the hell. His point was when you get a big group of swingers together, is a certain like etiquette that starts getting followed and then it automatically branches out just I think with, it could be one way that it happens yeah and I don't know where the etiquette got started but it's been a I mean if you look at there's older books and um, used to have swingers magazines before the internet mm -hmm. and so when we first opened our swingers clubs that's how we advertised our club um, the first time I used the internet was AOL I had an AOL chat room and we would try and encourage people to come to our club through the chat room. Mm -hmm. that, that was the first. But prior to that, it was mostly these little swingers magazines that were in, in adult bookstores. And you would put an ad that would go across the country. Um, but I've seen older ones, and the same etiquette is in there. Stuff that we have like from the 50s and 60s, old magazines. It's the same etiquette that we utilize today. So I don't know when it got started and how it got passed around, but that's probably one way. You go to a club and you see no means no. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty standard yep. swinger etiquette. No means no. And, but we try and, uh, I mean, a lot of people don't know if they're new to the lifestyle and they haven't been to one of those conventions or big group things. So we'll do meetups uh, through meetup.com at the club and we'll talk about some of those things. Like we'll have single guys talking about single guy etiquette and, and they really have no idea. I mean, I can't, most single men that come to a club for the first time, they have no idea how to act, if they're just allowed to go in there and start groping or not, or mm -hmm. uh, just jumping on the bed and joining in. I mean, they just, it really comes down to manners, and a lot of people don't have very good manners. And I think especially today, like, because of the Internet, I mean, how many people do you meet on, like, on your Facebook page? It's like you, you friend somebody, you don't know who it is, and the first thing they do is send you a dick pic. Right? Those are, those are the guys that are trying to contact us with Friend us like no, no. And so those are you guys swinger, too, yeah, dick pic. No. Yeah, yes. I kind of wanted to make like a little uh, a Twitter thing or something where I just post the dick pics. That yes. Me. Well, when I did, <laughs> well, that's not days, even impressive. <laughs> I just I sent him a, a picture of my dick. I'm like, do you like this? How about this angle? How would you like this in your ass? You know, what do you think about this? 
And he's like, no, no, no. I'm like, well, then why are you sending me your dick pic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought we were swapping. <laughs> <laughs> but it just, I think the point of that, that is it's, really, right. it's bad manners. I mean, you wouldn't just walk up to someone in the bar and whip it out. I mean, the first thing you're going to want to meet them and talk to them a little bit. Maybe, maybe Jay does. I don't know. But, <laughs> but he's from a small town in Ohio, so <laughs> that's the way we do things there. Yeah. But again, I think that falls back to the perception a lot of people have of what a swinger is. That mm-hmm. just these, you know, the, the tunnel vision. There's just one thought that they have. It's just about sex. That has nothing to do with the relationship or their partner, or I mean, nobody wants to put those two things together. They just want to try to make it something that's damaging in, mm-hmm. instead of enhancing. I, I think that um, the etiquette is, is changing with the times. Like, you wouldn't, like a dick pic, you wouldn't see that. 10 years ago. You wouldn't see that 15 years ago. Right. You see it more often. Because it had to be a Polaroid. They had to get your address. To the you see it more often <laughs> now simply because of convenience and ease. Yes. Right. So I think um, the times have changed a lot in regards to etiquette and how you can communicate that etiquette or, you know, when you get on a website, they have your likes, your dislikes. You, you don't do this. You don't do that. And that kind of helps set a standard too as in regards to etiquette, I think. Hmm. So. Well, a lot of the stuff that when we first started that I knew of was all from SwingerCast listening to the podcast. The things they did, I was like going, all right, so so I probably shouldn't just walk up and start groping people. That's not good. <laughs> okay. Angie can probably get away with it, but she won't. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. And then um, like condom use and stuff like that. The, uh, we, uh, <clears throat> we've run into a couple of couples that don't use condoms. And they were like, what? Really? You just, every time? Like, yeah. And you change it. Every They're like, time. nobody does that around where we're at. And I'm like, really? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, that is, that's just mind blowing. And there, I mean, there was a couple we met from, what, South Texas. And they'd been playing for a couple of years. And everybody they play with right around their area, there's only like 10 other couples. And they all knew each other. And none of them ever used condoms for, and so they were just shocked when we wanted to use condoms. And I was like, going, that Angie all of a sudden was like, I don't want to play with these people. <laughs> and I'm like, I was done after. I was like, I can't do this. I don't use condoms. I can't do this. It was a huge turn off. Yeah. doesn't make any sense. Then they go to like New Orleans or a convention like that. And then they, everybody around there is automatically grabbing condoms. So I hope to God that's one thing they pick up. And take back to be like, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's an individual it. thing too. Just like in all aspects of swinging. I mean, there's people out there that are, you know, especially older people, I think, that are more comfortable in, they're probably more comfortable in their way they select people, mm-hmm. and so, uh, I don't know, I mean, there were times when I was single that, you know, you just get a good feeling about somebody, and so you decide not to use one. Right. Mm-hmm. I think the same thing happens as couples as and couples. swingers, yeah. I could see that. Well, one of the things everybody always worries about is diseases in a lifestyle, and I honestly think that swinging is probably safer than just the whole hookup things single people get into because usually you find people at a bar (laughs) and you're inebriated they're inebriated and that's my big word for the day (laughs) (laughs) do you understand what it means though drunk (laughs) (laughs) and then you know nobody's thinking about anything correctly at that point and they're just kind of going back and doing whatever so i always kind of figure that's worse than 
at what least, we're doing. Yeah, at least one of us is always not inebriated. Right. <laughs> Sober. I just want to use my word again. Okay. Well, what better way to control society in sex than to attach diseases to it? Exactly. Well, yeah. It is. Yeah. You know, um, I, I did an article not too long ago. There are 216 infections that we can catch. Mm-hmm. And Some of them are deadly. Yes. There's like, I don't know, 12 or 16 of them out of that 216 that you identify with contracting through intercourse. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not to say the other 200 you can't catch the exact same way mm-hmm. by just being in contact with another person. But, man, if you want sex to be negative and you don't want people to have it, just throw that word that into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make people feel bad about what what they have. You know, mm-hmm. nobody has any problem calling into work and saying, like, oh, my gosh, I have the flu. I can't come in. I feel horrible. I caught it from fiddly-foo, you know, mm-hmm. at work. And, I mean, he doesn't try to sue them or anything. He didn't tell me about the flu. And, right. But you do it with anything else and that... that we associate that we associate with sex and I mean people are threatening people with stuff and <laughs> lawsuits and you know nobody wants to talk about it um, you know it, it's it's just really mind-boggling to me that and I think that's another thing I'd like to see switch is that we we stop um, making certain infections with such a negative connotation to them right it's, um, and we're not saying don't practice, say, you know, try no, to protect yeah. yourself. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I'm not anything, saying that at all. Right, no, you know, I understand what you're saying. You stay safe and you want to be clean. Mm-hmm. And if you come in contact with somebody, you mm-hmm. want to take those steps. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think it's our responsibility to do that. I would just like to see us move away from making people feel bad if they do have one of these. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If they do end up Or maybe how to how to communicate that with maybe a potential sex partner. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, so that, well, so if that you, everybody's, like, on an honest playing field, and it's okay, It's nobody's going to be stigmatized for anything. If you did a lot of studying on that, you get the um, aerial warts, and everybody's got such a huge problem with that. Oh, my God, it's horrible. It's, it's basically like cold sores just not on your lips. It's just. Yeah, see, but I'm it's like, like, it's like everybody, <laughs> you, almost everybody that's had sex with more than three people has come into contact with somebody that's probably been in contact with it, yeah. right? But everybody freaks out about it so much. Yeah. And it's just, they blow it way out of proportion. And that you can catch even though you're wearing a condom. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's skin to skin contact. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, there is that. And then there are, there are you know, there's some uh, sexually transmitted infections that can be fixed really easy with just penicillin mm-hmm. and they go away. I mean, it doesn't affect you not going to be able to go to work or anything like right. that. And, and yet those, those will make the news and the headlines Faster. so much more so. And, and so we have a fear of catching those through sex, mm-hmm. but we have the same chance, like Jackie said, of, or even a greater chance of catching some kind of influenza that's going to have us in bed for three weeks, potentially pneumonia and end up in the hospital. Right. And from the same close contact, but, but people that doesn't will view the, the sex as se- being the disgusting the part. Yeah, it's the a bad part. Horrible. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's bizarre. It's just that's also the way we were brought up in the media and everything else. Yeah. It's just, but, um, something to um, maybe think about is um, 
ultimately through research I found out that so like everybody has the temp potential already to have the disease for HIV whether you actually ever have a flare-up you ever it ever becomes active mm-hmm. um, is um, is a matter of maybe interaction with somebody else does that make sense no okay <laughs> I'll answer for you guys. <laughs> okay. So I work for infectious disease doctors. We have a research department. Everybody in the research department will tell you that everyone in a room has the potential to have a disease and it may never ever come to light. You may never know you'll have that disease. You may never know that you have the potential to have that disease because you don't come in a chemical contact with somebody else. That, that has it, that also, has that it or it to... or maybe oh. they have something else that can make yours reactive. <clears throat> okay. So everybody has that potential already. Just like we all have the potential to have chicken pox. Yes. Yeah. We have to come in contact with somebody to have it. Or yeah. a certain, yes, mm-hmm. sim- it's very similar. Okay. So it, that's something else that nobody really thinks about either. And I exactly. didn't even I didn't even think about it until he told me. I was like, um, that's kind of freaky. <laughs> And yeah, we were sitting there at lunch, and he was telling me all this. I was like, okay, I'm done with my lunch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my desk. I'll see you later. <laughs> so uh, see, I, it's kind of eye-opening to, it is. To, to think about it in, 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 in context that you've already got it. It's just right. a matter of it, some, somebody else, you know, your body chemical or reaction with somebody else that may make it reactive. Well, so. we were on one of the panels at a Naughty. Um, one of the girls there is, uh, was on the panel with us. She was a um, physician of some sort or another, and uh, her partner was up there with her, and they, somebody asked about diseases, and she started talking about, um, what, what's the uh, technical word, uh, abbreviation for herpes, um, H, um, whatever the fuck. Yeah, the H1, H2, I think. Yes, whatever it was, but she said, uh, she was, if they were asking, well, if, if you, like, announce to people that you have that, you're, like, just done. Nobody will touch you. Right. Even though there's probably a bunch of people out there that have it and aren't, don't know or aren't telling anybody. So the yeah, only per- the only person that's being honorable, the only person that's being honorable is getting, you know, shit for it. Right. And she's like, well, even if somebody told us, we'd go ahead and play with it, play with them. And then her husband was like, wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> right oh, in front of this I big mean, panel. Yeah. He was like, wait, wait. We would? We would? And she goes, yeah. And he's like, no. She also, no, we she also described it as fluid bonding. Well, no, she was just talking about yeah, something else. Yeah, but fluid she, bonding. yeah, fluid bonding is another way to get it. If you well, yeah, but give oral sex to this person and he's got it, and then you go give oral sex to this person, well, now you've fluid bonded the, these two together and... I'm right there with her, though. I mean, my brain knows that the chances of us coming in contact with somebody that's already had it is just, we almost, we've had to have. But if somebody told me, hey, I got this, I'd be like, hmm. Yeah, no, I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, it does give you pause. It, it and, does. But, I mean, at the same time, it's, outside of that, would you still consider them a sex partner? Yeah, I don't know. Take, that's take that's that, what I'm saying. Take that aspect out of it. Are they the person that you would hang out with, you know, have fun with, be, you know, right. with anyway? Do, do we only yeah. do we only feel because of that the one reason? Is because we've been taught, you know, this, yeah. this well, yeah. connection. It's important to educate yourself about. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you yes. if you meet someone and they 
and they say they have something like that, and then you like the person, mm-hmm. then learn about it, and then you can yes. make it a, an yeah. informed decision yes. about whether you yes. want to hang out with them in that way or not. Yes. And more than likely, they're a better person than most of the people you're meeting because they're actually, be you know, honest and telling you about right. it. So they're like way better than almost everybody else you've probably met. But still, it's just as soon as you know, you know. <laughs> Once you know, you can't unknow. Yeah, you, you <laughs> like, can to unknow. And of, speaking of, the, of panels, we were on a panel, I think, together. And yeah. there was someone on a panel. <laughs> <laughs> I know where you're going with this. right into I tried to remind everybody that, that talked to us after that, and they asked questions about, especially things they brought up. I went, just don't forget, just because somebody's on a panel doesn't mean... That they actually know what we, they're talking we about, also, or we that they're like really ambassadors for the lifestyle. Or yeah, but, you know, so just don't just remember they they're not an expert. You're the expert of your relationship, of your personality, of who you are, and how you want to be. Just remember that part of it, and then go from there. You know, I think there are ambassadors for the lifestyle. Though. Oh yeah, there there definitely and, are. I mean, I think you guys. I don't and know if we are. I consider you guys and Michael and Holly. I don't know about us. So no, much. I think so. No, I think and, so. And, and if if not, if you haven't done it much, I mean, I think. After seeing you guys in New Orleans, that's what you're becoming. You know, when you start putting yourself out there with like podcasts like this, it, with good podcasts like you guys have, I think that's what happens. So you just because have to you know, because I think it's still you know, swinging has come a long way. I think, but as far as people being outspoken, I think it's still in its infancy. I think uh, that's why I think it's really important that we do this, and that's you know, that's another thing I love about you guys is because you're not afraid to talk about it. And, but then when you do talk about it, you're sensible about it. Yes. You know, I mean, you you really focus on the couple and how important it is that they do. You know, just like you mm-hmm. said, that that they're doing things that enhance is the relationship for them, mm-hmm. regardless of what, any, what anybody else is doing. So, there is um somebody was talking to me about the uh, the awards thing. I'm like, we're, we, they were talking to me. You guys think you're ever going to have? No, we're never going to have a shot at the award. <laughs> like, what? I was like, no, well, it, we're with Michael and Holly. That's the only one we're in, and we're never going to meet Michael and Holly. And, and I tell people that, and every now and then they're like, "On, also, you're a little." Up. No, I'm not upset about it. I'd be upset about it if, if we I weren't didn't ever think, mentioned. <laughs> well, no, I'm just it's kidding. not even that. I'd be upset about it if I didn't think the people that were winning were really good for the lifestyle. I don't, I'm not talking about doing a good show. I'm talking about good for the lifestyle. And actually, the first time I heard about Michael and Holly's show. I went and looked for everything I could find about with them talking mm-hmm. that I could get a hold of because I knew from the, the Playboy Swing show they hadn't been together all that long and I'm like going and with backing a Playboy these guys were going to be like a big ambassadors for swinging and I was like going if they are fucking stupid or they're just wrong <laughs> I'm going to be pissed <laughs> because we had people out there like uh, Swinger Cast and the Swap Foos that were At the time. are really good ambassadors and they weren't going to be as big as these two were with playboy backing and i knew it as soon as i heard about it i knew it then i went and listened and within the first 30 minutes of listening that michael talk about stuff i'm like that's good we're good yeah. this yeah. guy's got his yeah. shit on straight and he's you know well he's a really intelligent yeah person. and the more yes. and the more i've gotten to know him yeah. personally and like listen to the show and everything now. i'm like going they can they can keep winning that sound yeah. for as long as they want I don't care because they're all I need them to do is make sure that swinging is put in a good light and they're going to do that. Yeah. So we're that's all, all that matters. We're all about swinger positive. It doesn't matter if it's yeah, podcasting, blogging, um, cruises, clubs, you know, as long as you're bringing it in in a positive light, we're, we're there. 
we'll, we'll promote you, you know, as, <laughs> as much as we possibly can. Um, so outside of that, I don't, I, I don't was, see. I was telling somebody, by the way, on the, the panel we were with you guys, I was like, going, now I knew that we are okay with John and Jackie. I know you guys know us, you know, we're, we're friendly and everything. I said, but when John turned around and started picking us about the uh, trophies, <laughs> the awards, like, yeah. um, all right, yeah, <laughs> we're friends. I was like, I don't think I've ever heard you pick on anybody. Yeah, you were ribbing me. I'm like, oh, yeah, all right. I don't really know. Uh, I guess not. I mean, unless they're, unless you're I'm just a nice guy. Them, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> you're a super nice guy. You're a super nice guy. Boy. I'm an ass. So. No. <laughs> no, no, I am. That's my personality. Yeah, I just am. I, yeah, I pick constantly, you... and I'm always joking about crap. <laughs> so I just love it to death when somebody starts picking on you. Yeah, giving me shit. <laughs> Didn't you, like, open the door for that, though? Like, totally yeah, always. Yeah. Like, yeah. always. Yeah. Like, open the door for me to, like, it was yeah. so easy. It he, was like, yeah. I don't have to be a professional picker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to say something. You're an average picker. Yeah, it's about average. <laughs> I had asked um, I had, one of our friends is like, oh, gosh, you guys must be really famous or really popular. Y'all got to be on a panel with John and Jackie and Michael and Holly. And I was like, I never really thought about it, but I don't think so. But we're just normal people. <laughs> and, uh, and then our friends goes, that was the one panel we actually missed. Because they were at every, we were on four, and that was the one they missed. And they were like, we missed the good one. I was like, I don't know if you missed. They were know. at uh, Miss No Swimsuit. Yeah, I don't know. If uh, I don't know if that, yeah, I was like, I don't know if you missed the good one, but. Okay. <laughs> and we feel the same way. I don't know. I mean, we're just, for a long time with the clubs, I really didn't even like, when I would go to New Orleans and check on the place, my staff knew, do not introduce John as the owner. Mm -hmm. You know, if you just introduce him to somebody, introduce him to somebody, but just, you know, leave him out. Because I really don't like that attention. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jack will tell you, I don't even like celebrating my birthday <laughs> because I don't like the attention <laughs> that it brings to me. I don't want to be the center of that. And, and I think with this... Since Open Love 101, mm -hmm. uh, we have become more recognized outside of outside of New Orleans mm -hmm. and Dallas, mm -hmm. even. And uh, it's it's for me, it's sometimes a little uncomfortable. How much so? I mean, we were in the yes. elevator in Las Vegas uh, last year, and actually, it wasn't the elevator. We were we were we, no, we, we were they saw the us in the elevator, but but hours later, we were at a party. And someone came up to us and said, we were on the elevator with you like six hours ago at your hotel. We're staying in the same hotel. And we wanted to say hi, but we were embarrassed because we didn't look good. I'm like, what? And well, yeah, we're from Canada and we follow your blog. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe this. Can we have our picture taken? <laughs> Is this happening? <laughs> so, I don't know. It's great. It's great when you get out like that, when mm -hmm. people start seeing your stuff like that, mm -hmm. I think. But yeah. it, it also... I mean, I really do feel, and I think Michael and Holly, I think you guys feel yeah. the same way. I don't, I it's don't, really humbling. I mean, yeah. I just. Oh, I, yeah. You don't know what to say. When I'm like, you guys made such a difference. And I'm like going, I love hearing this. But I don't know what to say. Well, don't know what to say. <laughs> you know, You're welcome. You know, when they say that, that's when you, you think of all the times that you've had to sit down and, you know, take the time out of your day to do all that. It to makes, edit this, yeah, to edit yep. that and put the music and all the. You know, coming up with topics to talk about, it's like, okay, it's totally worth it. Yeah, it, it was just the one, it's just yeah. the one, like we met, yeah. we met a couple in Naughty New Orleans and they were, um, they were like, we both listened to you. You guys, hands down, are like, 
gods to us. I was like, no, okay, don't ever say that again. <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> and outside of that, I don't know what else to say because I don't listen. So I don't know what I say at some point. So, you know, you're welcome. <laughs> but yeah, they were, they had traveled from uh, Florida. Oh, to our pub crawl? Mm-hmm. No, to Naughty. Oh, yeah, all right. Yeah. There was a couple that came from Florida and they come to our Fort Worth pub crawl. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. I was like, really, just for this? And they go, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I hope you have a good time. <laughs> and that was the only time I really talked to them because once it gets started, you know, you just kind of, yeah. you're moving around. And, and there's a couple coming from Canada for the September pub crawl. And it's really important, I think, what you guys do and what we do and Michael mm-hmm. Pauly and whomever, because we're reaching people that are curious and don't, they're not quite sure. I mean, we reach all kinds of people, but the ones that are really important to reach, they're just not quite sure how to go about it and to give them the information so they know how to step into this mm-hmm. and, and to get through some of the things like jealousy and fears and, and well, clubs. And, and, and I think, too, we look like society. Mm-hmm. And I think that can be another image issue that swingers, mm-hmm. the, the whole swinger connotation can have. Well, I I think I got on our Twitter thing. I put it on there one time. So we're a swingers podcast, and we're just trying to show the world that not everybody's fucking crazy, even though we are a little crazy. This brings me up to... The panel we were on with you guys was the only panel I went through and I was reading everybody's like bio. I don't know why. One day I was just sitting there at Naughty right before the thing was going on. And I was like, read your bio, read Michael and Holly's bio, read that. And I read mine and I was like going, I should have taken this a little more seriously. <laughs> he told you. Yeah, I he put did. that down on Twitter too. I was like going, okay, so I read this. I feel like an ass now. I'm like going, you know, apparently I need to take this more seriously if people are going to start looking up to us and shit. Because <laughs> you guys are all... You know, all this nice, serious stuff. And Ari said, you know, we do a Swingers podcast. Angie's beautiful. Jay's an asshole. But he's with her. So <laughs> that was that was our bio. That's a great one. There's nothing wrong with that at all. <laughs> no, not when you read all the other stuff. Like, <laughs> on. He's like, oh, they wanted a real bio. Okay. That was that, we also talk about, it hasn't been released yet. We, we discussed a little bit the fact that with you guys, it was the only time Angie was nervous about being on a panel. Why did you have to tell them that? Because you're standing here and I knew it was going to embarrass you. She was nervous to be on a panel with you two. That's everybody it. Everybody else, I, I don't not know. Not Holly, Michael, not the other people, really? or everybody else we're on panels with. Just you two. Why is that? Why? I have no idea. Just because she respects you guys and thinks I, highly of you. That's it. And just didn't want to be a, sound like an idiot. Next <laughs> well, I, I didn't think I would sound like an idiot. I just didn't want to say anything wrong. <laughs> she was worried about me sounding like an idiot. <laughs> now they're really going to know. <laughs> That was it. I just want to embarrass her right there and tell her that. Oh, it's so mean. Why? It's like they. I talk to. They I are people to, to look up to. I respect. talk to a lot of people on a daily basis. I talk to doctors. I talk to lawyers who come into our office. I mean, I talk to anybody, and I have no problems. It's like for whatever reason, <laughs> y'all embarrass. Y'all are. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's all I got. Well, you don't. Why see would that you way. do that? Yeah. Well, no. You're not supposed to. You're not supposed to let anybody know you feel that way. Another way. That was the one panel she started drinking before we went to the panel. I was too. like, uh, yeah, I need a drink first. Our one <laughs> friend's, like, are you uh, kidding? I said, no. We went down. We ran down the street to the, the 12 o'clock. Bar. Yeah, that was like eight blocks away. Yeah. He goes, what, what do you want to drink? I said, a, a, I want a, a vodka and cranberry and a shot. And we were there Shoot. 30 minutes. Yeah, and then ran back. And got then a, ran back. 
Because it was raining. Wow. And then she was drinking a, uh, like, one of those big hurricanes while we were sitting <laughs> on the panel with you guys. Like, <laughs> so I needed to calm my nerves. <laughs> I was like, and, and then he, and then he told to me. Because yeah. it, it was, we, are, we were hardly even involved in it. I, so. Yeah, that, that, I, was, I was thinking about that, too, and I was like, okay, I'm so glad. Um, yeah. She was happy when you stood up. Because she's like, I, I can't stand I, that. I can't, you can't see. I can't see you didn't anybody. Even see the people yeah. you're talking to. The way we to. were sitting, I was like, okay, now I feel like I'm I'm a little bit lower because we're not in a chair, we're in a couch. <laughs> yeah. It was so much better at that point too, and everyone when we all stood up together and talked. It made it. it I think it made it um, a little bit. I think it made the the panel a little bit different. Mm -hmm. I think it made the appearance of it um, mm -hmm. a little bit more. That was her one thing. She said uh, shows for next year. That they they would on any pounds or anything they have like raised high chair or at least a bar a bar so. chair you know so we're sitting just a little bit oh, that's higher a good idea. Yeah. so yeah. we don't have to be standing up necessarily but maybe get a, a couple of bar chairs in there versus normal chairs or a couch well last, the year before we had um a stage like because it was in the big room where mm -hmm. the where the dancing is and everything so there was like the little riser right there where they have the dj yeah. so mm -hmm. you could potentially sit up there and so you could see down on people right but this year was a little different. Look down at your underlings, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not what he meant, but I'll switch his words. In the chat. <laughs> He's such a I'll player. put words in. All right. All right, we'll end this. This is going to be released probably the uh, 1st of September. Okay. So um, we were talking about couples cruise mm -hmm. and how much fun we had on the Rhine River cruise. Well, this year in November is the Danube River cruise that's uh, a couples cruise. And it's on a smaller ship than what you guys were on mm -hmm. in the Caribbean. Oh, yeah. So I think it's 90 couples total. Mm -hmm. It's so cool. It's so much. It's it's uh, more intimate. You really get to meet everybody that's on the thing. Um, you really get to see a lot of Europe. Uh, we're going to be in Slovakia and Budapest and end up in Nuremberg. Uh, I think we go through Vienna. Uh, it entails... I mean, you can play on the ship, of course, but we also go to swingers clubs. Mm -hmm. And swingers clubs in Europe are a lot of fun. And they're different than the clubs. <laughs> they're very different than here. Yeah, you need people to see Jackie's face when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had some great experiences in the clubs there. And, and so you can find out about it on our website, openlove101.com. And then um, we have a link there to the Danube River Cruise. Is it like a banner ad or uh, on the link page? It is a banner ad. Okay. And, but we also have some blogs on there about like the Rhine River Cruise we went on. So you can also click through it or on the on Yeah, the we've got a video so. where we actually talk to like Bob and Tess. And so there'll be some, oh, there's some links from that that video, I think, that, that would take you to those. And that's so openlove101.com? Yes. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. So that's one thing. And then the other thing is um, doing a, I don't know what you call it, a co-op. Mm -hmm. with a group called unbound.nyc it's a group out of new york city and on their site you can buy lots of great things and so they put together um a swingers box for us nice. it's the open love 101 oh, i saw box. that on twitter the other day you guys are opening something yes i didn't know what that was i, so I, didn't, I didn't take enough time to actually look and, you know <laughs> they can find this on your on your blog site right yes they can okay. the one -on -one .com. and what is the name of that site unbound.nyc in this particular box that you can buy there's a great little vibrator called the vesper it's a necklace <sighs> right it's a necklace and a vibrator it's a vibrator yeah, yeah. And, so, <laughs> and then it's got the box also has um, oral gloss and nipple balm and lube some great lube and, and then they're all great you know you can take them with you so yeah. it'd be perfect if you go to like a, a travel case you're going out, yeah, mm -hmm. and so this is we got our first one today this is how it looks awesome. so say ooh, that looks nice that guys. Looks nice. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
<laughs> and uh, and so Jackie's going to be wearing the uh, oh well. Gosh. I mean, I know this may be coming out at a later date, but tonight she'll be wearing the Vesper at the uh, at the nightclub to maybe try it out and show people. Awesome. That's what we have. She may be trying it out. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all you're going to be wearing in the nightclub? We might come to the nightclub. Hang on a second. We, we may show up, but that's all you're wearing. So we'll be trying it out this week. The second of your vlog. So when your vlog comes out, you can let us know, and then we'll try it out that weekend. <laughs> cool. That works. Anything and else? anything else? No, that's it. Just all right. Job. Oh, and that, but I, I guess I do oh, want guess to brag a little bit yeah. uh, on me. Oh, um, that's right. I'm now a contributor to Huffington Post, so I, I put out um, stories. I try to do it about every week, so. Oh, okay. Um, and I, uh, a weekly column? Weekly column. So if you have signed up on our email list through the openlove101.com, when um, we send out our weekly emails, uh, anytime I post a Huffington Post article, it'll be included on that. Awesome. You can see it through the Open Love 101 Facebook page. Um, I also put it on our Pinterest and Twitter and all stuff. the other good All social media. Good <laughs> and that's just a, another indicator of how much our lifestyle is growing mm-hmm. and become more accepted. For, for Ariana Huffington to say, yes, we want the swinger's voice of Jackie Melfi yes. on our page, <laughs> on, our, on, our, on our news site. Yes. You know, it, that's, pretty, that that's pretty incredible. It so. is, actually. I, I always tell him I, I'd like to add S to the LGBTQQ thing. S yes. includes yes. everybody. Right. And it's swingers, and add it at the end, and yeah. it includes everybody. <laughs> a, B, C, D, E, yes. F, G, H, I. Yes. I don't want to add anything else to nothing. I don't want to remember so, anything else. I'm good. I think I think it, I think getting I think getting there and being um, known and respected like they are now with the whole open mar- open wet marriage right mm. open marriage now with the lesbians and gays mm-hmm. is, is so it'd be L G B T Q S P Q Q S. Oh, QQS. Somebody what? said there was another Q. I don't know. I don't know. Questionable and... Oh, so they got questionable at it. Okay. Yeah. Well, and then SP, because you have polyamorous people too. Oh. I think at some point we'll just, we'll lose all of that and we'll just realize we're just all... People? Thank you, Jackie. I didn't think about the poly, but... You're right there. Well, you get the people that don't don't like the term swinger, which I'm, I'm against because their name of our show is Average Swingers. But still, the people that don't like the term swingers, and so they go lifestyle, lifestylers. And then you got, uh, what's Michael's thing? Um, sex positive. Sex positive. Well, yeah, he calls it something. Oh, living sexy is what he Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like going, I don't care what the hell you call it. Whatever you want, they're just labels. Whatever you want to label yourself, go for it. Don't, and be happy with it. And whatever you like, just go with that. And if you need to explain to people, explain it to people. But don't knock on what other people want to call themselves or whatever. It doesn't matter. Just whatever you want to call yourself, call yourself. It doesn't, doesn't freaking matter. As long as it makes you happy, go with it. That's it. And we had, a, we had an industry meeting about that topic two years ago at Nadia Nolens. That's a great time to have industry meetings because most of the people, a lot of the people in the industry are there. Mm-hmm. And we talked about if we should come up with another name for Swinger. Mm-hmm. And everyone pretty much agreed. It's just everyone knows what that means why change it maybe you can add to it like you can like what michael has done he's adding stuff to well, it well all you really need to do is just change the perception of it that's that's what yes. it is you that's don't it. you don't that's need to change a name it, everybody wants to change the names of everything as soon as it starts getting a bad connotation that's right change like the retard nobody likes the term retard anymore because why because you know what it is that's why we came up with the term originally to describe <laughs> something so now that everybody knows what it means 
Nobody wants to use it anymore. That makes no effing sense. <laughs> when you wanted a term to describe something and everybody knows what it means now, now you want to change it because everybody knows. That's, that, that's what words are for. <laughs> I mean, if you, want, if you don't want the negative connotation that goes with it, fine. Then don't use it in a negative light. No, that's a really <clears> but point. It's just... <laughs> just so Get stupid. off your box. <laughs> this is John and Jackie Melfi. Life is short, party naked. Oh, there you go. There you go. Perfect. Well, after we finished, John asked me if I could uh, record one more thing for him. and It's going to be right after this. So the swinger band that is not allowed in our club, and we mean ever, C&D, is that clear? Swinging down under, never, ever. We forgot to do our ending. So I'm going to have Angie read the reviews while I'm at work. Because we actually have some reviews. Some of you eavesdroppers did a good job. The rest of you eavesdroppers are still lazy eavesdroppers. But that's okay. We still love you. I think. Maybe. Maybe not. Just a couple of reviews that we got. Um, the title of the first one is Great Podcast. Really good podcast. Great listen with real people and real stories. You won't be disappointed. Thank you very much. Great info and funny. They do a great job of describing things and are very funny. Nice to know how average we are. And the last one is fun listening. Regardless of if you are in the lifestyle or not, this is a fun podcast to listen to. Thank you guys for all the reviews. All right. How do we end one of these? All right. Well, we have to thank Jim from the Hidden Swing for keeping our site up and going. And uh, I want to thank Beats by JC for our intro and outro music. That's beatsbyjc.com. And you can find us on Twitter, at Average Swingers. On Facebook, Angie, the letter N, and J-J-A-Y. Yeah, you can go to our website and... Click on the banner ads to get three free months free from Cassidy and one free month free from SDC to try them out. And I think that's about it. Oh, you can email us at averageswingers at yahoo.com. And that's about all, right, baby? Baby's not here. It's very lonely. I'm going to see how Daryl does this all by himself. I could never do a podcast all by myself. Seem weird. Like masturbating in front of people. Just weird. Alright, well remember. Life is short. Party naked. I can take this. Well you asked the question. Come on now. It isn't that special. Mm -hmm. I think it's just a really sexy ball. It is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's all. <laughs> now I want to know. He's good now. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> 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 no, I can't think straight the rest of the day. I'm going to be red and my whole and my palms are sweating. You need a napkin or something? <laughs> Do you need a bra? Yeah. Are you in the cross dressing? It's not that way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't look at porn? <laughs> 
eh, I'm gonna masturbate. Is it? Yeah, I'm not. If I'm I can't not. touch it, I really don't care. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why I never liked strip clubs either. I was like, private dance, and then what? Do, we, do we get to do anything after that? No. Well, then what's the point? You're gonna get me excited when I have to go here? home and do something with myself? No, yeah. it's not gonna work that way. Yeah, I'm like, I don't understand it. Like, wait, wait, I gotta spend. Wait, you want me to give you forty bucks so you can dance in front of me for a song? <laughs> Am I gonna touch you? No. The most expensive me? No. three minutes ever. I don't understand the appeal. I don't. <laughs> I'm not getting this. I didn't uh, go to my first strip club until here. Well, with like, me, yeah. that was what maybe two years ago. When was your first strip club, Jackie? When did I very first go to a strip club? Yeah, yeah. I was in my twenties. Oh, okay. Well, I I had always opted out of them because I didn't. I'm like, I don't want to see the penis hanging there. It's pretty and all, but yeah, only when it's only when you can play with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not pretty just hanging there dangling. I was like, yeah, no, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> yes. I mean, I used to have pretty good luck picking up girls for the work there. That was really? my motive. Yeah. The work girls are nerve yeah. Work girls are hot. The ones necessarily yeah. on the pole are not. Oh, you're talking about the uh, waitresses. Like the waitresses and the, yeah, they're yeah. waitresses. Mm -hmm. I guess the bartenders as well, but that's, I would meet them there. And then... You take. You take men to a place where there's a bunch of women running around naked, and the one they really want is the one that's clothed. So tell you about men. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily, because some women are the same way. Yeah, you want what you can't see. Mm, there's a bunch of naked women. There's one girl with clothes on. I really want to see her. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah, the door girl too. I've dated a door girl from the strip club. <laughs> 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 so way to go, all right. Hey, you gotta get them in the door somehow. Yeah. You put the hotter ones at the door. <laughs> that's that's true. Yeah, that is true. true, you put the hotter ones. I'm gonna get you guys to read something for me just to screw with another podcast. They, we recorded something with them, and uh, during the recording, it was not Naughty New Orleans, mm -hmm. and uh, it's, it's, it's strange, <laughs> but at one point they were like, yeah, we need to go to Colette's, and they were talking about just swing your bandit walking around just flicking guys in the nuts while they're having sex. You'd, <laughs> You'd have to hear the entire conversation to understand. Your guys' club was just, it was there, we were talking about going. So she's like, yeah, we'll go there and just flick people in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, I like John. I don't want to be good. <laughs> she goes, I don't want to be known as the nut flicker. <laughs> well, she goes, well, she goes, we'll hire an out-of-work actor. And I was like, an out-of-work actor yeah, to, to go to the club, be the swinger bandit, and walk around flicking people. I was like, why? She goes, I just like to see people's reaction. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> you want to see the guy get hit? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, out-of-work actor in New Orleans? A homeless guy. Yeah. You're talking about... <laughs> why don't she just say homeless? She's like, no, out-of-work actor. A homeless guy. It's what you're... <laughs> but I want you guys to read this or something along those lines. You're good at reading. Because <laughs> I want to add that on there just to mess with them because I'm not going to tell them about it. I know they'll listen. We play every Sunday. All right, John wants to read it again. He's a perfectionist. Oh, okay. <laughs> However you want to work it out. Okay. You know you are. So the swinger band that is not allowed in our club, and we mean ever, C&D, is that clear? Swinging down under, never, ever. And make sure you edit that really good. I will. <laughs> <laughs> I always put outtakes on my show, so I start recording before anybody knows. Then I cut out any personal crap, but add stuff. That's, that's good. Just laughing and shit at the end. S J 
Jess and Jess Lawrence. Jess and Lawrence. Yeah, you guys went yeah. to... Uh, yeah, we went to dinner with them. Yes. Yeah, I know, because I was waiting for them to get back from dinner. And I was like... I said, so at what point did you figure out they were vegan? <laughs> he goes, after, after I, ordered I ordered the sausage and she ordered the meat pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I went, yep, as soon he as goes, your friends told us. He could have told us. I was like, hey... <laughs> you live and learn. <laughs> I'm trying to find a. It doesn't matter. Life is short. Party naked. <laughs>